This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome back, everybody. You hear that? That's right. You don't. You don't hear Garrett. You know why? Because the inmates have taken over the asylum, baby. Welcome to Super Gamer Boys, episode 125. It's me, your host, the not only the king of golf. I'm not the king of golf anymore. I'm the That's king of games. Here. I'm the Ooh. king of games. That's right. I'm your host, Adrian Homeboy Holmes, and I am humbled to have with me Mr. Juicy JJ Perlum. How you doing? Uh, I'm wonderful now. Thank you so much, Adrian. It does. It feels. It feels like. Like just being free, you know Doesn't what I mean? I, we live in a free country, dude, and it's like, why not have a free podcast? We're not being <laughs> controlled by the man anymore. It's Adrian and JJ, and it's like, it's like Super Gamer Boys after dark. You know, this stuff is going to be NC seventeen rated, not oh, yeah. quite triple X, but you know, there's going to be some dirty stuff. And so, put the kitties to bed because this is when real podcasting happens, kids. <laughs> Oh man, I'm, I'm excited, man! I can't wait to get going on this one. Woo-wee. Um, uh, so let's go ahead and give a little bit of a rundown. We're gonna keep a, a, a semblance of order, a semblance of order here. So today we're gonna talk about uh, Battlefield 2042 getting delayed. Uh, we're gonna talk about the new pickup, the new casting for the Twisted Metal series. That's right. There's gonna be a Twisted Metal TV series. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're stoked about that. You know, <laughs> Sweet Tooth, my guy. <laughs> Uh, Nintendo might possibly be coming out with a new controller and the uh, hit shooter that uh, everybody and nobody is talking about at the same time. Splitgate is going to have a forge mode and it's going to come out before the people who made forge mode Halo Infinite. Whew. But I don't want to waste too much time. But uh, first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producer, the one, the only Toby Tobin Dalton. And our super gamer sponsors, Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Brent Fox, Daniel James, and Mama Mare. We couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you. And also, I'm going to talk about it a little bit later, but don't forget our Patreon, where we're doing a super gamer book club episode, I believe within the next week. And it's going to be on Little Nightmares. Um the last two we did were Hades, and uh, we did one on Undertale that just went free. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit about that later on, later on. Um, so let's see here. JJ, what do you want to do? You want to do, should we do the mailbag? It, I heard there's a lot of stuff crammed into the mailbag this week. I don't even know if you could fit it through the door. But I say, why don't we go ahead and start it off with some mail? Okay, let's do that. That's one of my favorites. I love it because it's interactive, dude. Mm-hmm. It's when the people... The people are talking to us and they're telling us, I know Garrett normally, let's be completely honest. Garrett normally 
Ixnays all of the good stuff, all of the dirty stuff, and he never allows that stuff online. When everybody's sitting in the the really deep questions, that's the stuff he's hiding. He's he's lobbing like softballs. He wants the easy stuff. That's not what we're doing today. <laughs> Which because Mario level is the best? <laughs> that's right. What's your favorite making- card tree? What's your favorite Game Boy color? <laughs> no, this us today. <laughs> If if you were if you were a video game character in real life, look look no, we're pulling out the big dogs today, <laughs> the scary stuff that you don't want answered, Garrett. But you can't you can't even like this is going out live right away, so he's not going to have an opportunity to edit it. That's what I love about it. That's he's right. not touching it. It's going out <laughs> raw, kind of like my 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 underlegs when I'm not don't wear underwear for several days in a row. Very raw. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. This this episode is probably going to be like a. I wouldn't be surprised if I like cut off the first five minutes of the episode or something like that. Who knows? We'll figure yeah, it we out as we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our first question is from Sir Prince Lot, who asks, "What makes a good game good?" Okay, so that's a great question because it kind of depends on what you're into. For me, it's story. I like story. I, I'm a storyteller from, from old, dude. Like uh, the way that I tell a story, I try to be entertaining. I would sit around with a Southern family who would sit around the campfire and tell stories and like mm-hmm. entertain each other, would read books like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and epic tales. And that's what I love. I love an engrossing story that when you close it or when you end the game, you're like, oh man, I wanted more. Oh man, that was... That was incredible. What a finish. But it leaves you wanting more or like mm-hmm. where you can't stop thinking about it. That storytelling is what is epic for me in a game. But for other gamers, bro gamers might be like, I like big guns. I like just destroying stuff. Can I yeah. shoot them? So, How fast can I shoot them? How much can I shoot them? Can I blow them up? <laughs> right, right. And and I and I, you know what? God bless them. Hey. I know plenty of bro gamers that, you know, love that stuff. And that's their jam. Uh, I got a nephew who that's, he's like, if the guns aren't super huge, they're not blowing off like every three seconds or <laughs> something wrong. And he, that's not a playable game to him. So for me, it, it's story. And that might be something different for Adrian. I'm not really, I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm, I'm right there with you on, on story. Um, but I love it when story is very good and it matches very good gameplay. Um, Really tight controls and really well thought out control schemes are like my jam, my bread and butter. I love when people take as much consideration into that aspect of the game as um, any kind of the storytelling or the world building elements, because it helps to make a, a better all around product in my eyes. I love a good story game. There's been a lot of good story, excellent story games that don't have uh, very good controls and there's been a whole lot of arcadey games where it's just like, hey, you know, here's a 10 second cutscene. Go play the game because that's all we care about is the controls. But I love it when both of them come together. I think that's what makes that's There's good games that do one. There's good games that do the other. But great games do both. And I think can, that's, I, can I stop you right there? That's because that's a really good answer. Adrian. <laughs> but just let's piggyback off of that. Just what's the first game that pops in your head that kind of like epitomizes what you just said? Celeste. That meets Celeste. Mm-hmm. So it meets both of those those elements and kind of marries them perfectly. Yes. Sweet. Uh, masterclass in gameplay and excellent, excellent story that has to do with um, accepting yourself and uh, mental, not necessarily illness, but 
overcoming mental blocks and 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 perception of oneself um i think it was really well done especially for the mountain being a metaphor for you facing up to your personal mountain so yeah mm. uh a spoiler alert one? but don't don't ruin it i'm not, not, oh no 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 trust me trust me no no you can know the story to that game yeah. but but seeing it unfold is a totally different experience actually actually going through it you'll be like man I even knew what this was going to be and even still seeing it and playing it out. It it don't hit like any, anything else. Uh, you got one? Yeah. So uh, funny enough, I was just telling you right before we started playing that, uh, that I, I actually just started playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Spoiler alert for what you're playing. But uh, I just started playing Red Dead Redemption 2 earlier today. And I had gotten in this feeling the last couple of days and some games are like this where you love a game, you haven't played it in a couple of years and you just start thinking about it and you just, you can't stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what happened with me with that game. And for me, it's funny that Garrett says that, you know, he couldn't play it, couldn't finish it uh, because it's so big and it's daunting and everything. He says else. that about everything. He does. He does say that about everything. Uh, he did finish little nightmares recently. We're really proud of him. Yeah. You know, it was a, it was a three Garrett. hour game. <laughs> that's why he was able to finish it yeah uh, i i love it when he had his second kid and i told him like hey everything changes and he's like okay and then like now he never gets any game time so right I, I told you i told you no but but with red dead redemption 2 that's exactly what it does for me is it meets all of those elements great gameplay an incredible story and it's such a huge story that's told from the perspective of Arthur Morgan, the character you're playing. And then it also has the playback to Red Dead Redemption 2. There's so much of the story that that ties into it. If you played the, the first game, uh, or sorry, the second game, uh, Red Dead Redemption, you, you just see all of this aspects of the story going, oh, okay, that's where that meets. It's just incredible storytelling that's weaved together like an Indian dream catcher, dude. I mean, and I just, I love that kind of storytelling along with awesome gameplay. And I didn't get bored with it. It is big. It is daunting. It can be 100 hours if you really go for it and try to do as much stuff as possible. Um, I think I, I think that's about where I put into it. It was about 100 hours, maybe a little more. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I necessarily have 100 hours to put into games right now, but I'm pretty much enjoying where I'm at right now back in that story. And like an old book that you really enjoy that you can read again after a couple of years and then put back on the shelf and and then play it again in a couple of years. That's kind of what I, where I'm at with, with Red Dead Redemption too. So yeah, perfect storytelling and uh, an excellent gameplay combined. They, they make a perfect marriage. Okay. It doesn't yell at you for not, you know, putting the toilet seat down and also <laughs> for not washing the dishes. I'm not touching that one. I'm not touching that one. That's a heated that's debate that's been going on for decades and will yeah. go on for decades longer. I'm not touching that one. Um, the next one is from Penguin90, and they said, uh, if you guys can make a cooking game, what kind of cooking game would it be? You guys are awesome. Waddle, waddle, waddle. That's <laughs> verb. That's word for word what, what she wrote. That's awesome. Um, What's up, Penguin? <laughs> uh, it's kind of hard for me to um, think of one to make because the perfect cooking game, Cooking Mama, already exists. So I would say it's probably going to be a clone of Cooking Mama, but with me in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's pretty that much what cool I game. got. Yeah. You got any ideas? So, 
That's actually a really cool question. Um, I couldn't tell you if I was to make a cooking game. I actually like to cook, and I cook, I cook dinner every night. It's uh, that's kind of like my thing is that I make dinner every night, and uh, I don't know about a game per se, but I know like probably if there was a, a cooking segment in a game that I love very much, Paper Mario. Paper oh. Mario has some great uh, where you get all of this stuff and you take it to this lady and like she'll cook you up recipes. And, and I really like that quite a bit. So that's probably my favorite aspect of any cooking going on in a game. And I so going out to on. get the stuff would be going to get the stuff. That's that's the stuff is, is, you know, OK, I've gotten all these different ingredients. I'm going to take them back and see what we can come up with. OK, you know, not too shabby. So like a uh, kind of like a. Your quest is to get the ingredients, and then the the reward is what she makes with them. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's it. Okay. Uh, and then our final question. Look how fast we got through these without old anchor arms <laughs> over there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, is from Kajoma. What did I What did I say his name was? Because he hated the Super Giant game. Um. What originally you took Hideo away from him? I took Hideo away then, because he said then, something and, about the sandwiches. And then he said something crazy about Supergiant. And I was like, oh, Superjoma. That was it. <laughs> that was it. It was Superjoma, but with a G instead of a, uh, instead of a J. Uh, he says, if you can make any game that currently has a release date come out on that release date properly baked, what game would it be? Halo. Yeah, see, that was the exact answer I was going to have just because I know that that's what everybody wants to hear right now is that that's the kind of the game that everybody's waiting on. And it's like, come on, how much longer are you going to wait? But yeah, that would be great is if Halo actually came out when it was supposed to fully ready. That would be fantastic. Fully so ready. Had, fully thought had out. Power. Fully executed. All mm-hmm. the modes. I don't want Halo 4 again. I don't want Halo 5 again. They were okay games. This needs to be Halo 1, 2, 3 level. That's what so, I consider fully baked. So I uh, I really am at risk of being like a huge nerd, but I'm really excited at the prospect of that Harry Potter game. Oh, that's, dude. That's uh, supposed to be coming out. Oh, it dude. fantastic. Are and you kidding I, me? Yeah, I'm just, I'm a super fan of all of the Harry Potter stuff. I've read through the books a few different times. Uh, yeah, a few different times. I'm like, kids, we're going to read Harry Potter. And they're like, this is for you, isn't it, Dad? Well, they're all falling asleep and I'm just reading it to myself. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the Harry Potter uh, movies. They're, the only game that I ever played, Harry Potter game, that was any good was uh, on the Nintendo GameCube. There was a, a, a game that was a Harry Potter game. It was pretty fun. Uh-huh. Um, but as far as like what I've seen so far from this, I know it's not Harry Potter. It's supposed to be uh, Hogwarts, you know, witchcraft and wizardry or whatever the, the name of the game is. I'd like for that one to come out sooner rather than later. And I'd like for it to be fully ready with no delays because that's one of those, you know, you saw it when the PS5 was first coming out. That's one of those games that was like, oh man, that caught my eye. Like yeah. everything that, that I saw. Now, will it be fully realized to be just like that? you know you never know it, it could change and not be quite as good or pull the days gone and be rough yeah and, uh, and then updates yeah okay not yeah, too but, shabby uh, super super joma that was good man 
That's, that's a very, very detailed, deep question. The kind of question you never get on this show when Garrett's here messing everything up. Hey, What's your Adrian, favorite think- PlayStation mascot? What's your fla- <laughs> favorite PlayStation controller? What's the Wait, best just- Hideo Kojima game? That's all you get from old <laughs> Morlang over there. Yeah, it's very, it's very uh, metal solid heavy. There's a whole lot of like a whole lot of Kojima stuff. It's like another Kojima question. I feel like he's like peppering it. And look, this isn't about bashing and destroying the good name of Garrett Morlang, whom we love and who more than likely is going to have to edit this later. And we'll probably edit all of this portion out and just interject like his own Squidward sounding voice (laughs) in in place of. I'd like to come in here and just let you know uh, Hideo Kodima is an auteur. He's uh, an underrated genius. And uh, you heard it here first, folks. You didn't know that he does an excellent Garrett impression. That was like spot on, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, All right. Let's keep scooting on because we are efficient here in this uh, in this uh, takeover episode. Uh, We're moving on to the nerdy nudes. Good, sir. If you would. It's now time for the nerdy news. Would you look at that? It made it all the way through. It didn't cut out. You know why? Because we got quality. (laughs) Quality. Uh, So our first uh, story of the night is that uh, big old Battlefield 2042 joins the recent game delay frenzy and moves to November. So... Battlefield 2042 has been delayed from its initial October 22 release date, though it will still launch this year, EA announced. The multiplayer-only shooter will now hit stores in November 19th. Citing the complications of developing games in a work-from-home environment during a global pandemic, by now a familiar challenge for the countless game makers that have had to delay other high-profile 2021 games, DICE assured fans that the team is working on finishing touches rather than dealing with any kind of development trouble. The developer also reiterated that there would be more updates later this month regarding 2042's open beta. In other words, this is pandemic business as usual. Well, JJ, I don't know. It looks like another one uh, bites the delay dust. I don't think there's been a game this year that has set a date and actually hit it. I'm sure, you know, uh, the board is going to let us know in corrections, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brain right now and I can't think of anything that was like, yeah, we got a date here it is. <laughs> and then you don't get a, a screenshot or a little text from the developer. Hey guys. Uh, so about that release date. Yeah. So no, it, it's been across the board. It's been everybody. Nobody has been immune to not releasing on time. Everybody is is shooting past and and having to do those you know egg on the face tweets about mm-hmm. having to uh, postpone their games. Um, I think that some of them get jumpy with you know and they they're like you're thinking pretty hard about hey we're gonna be able to come out and they have like good goals in mind. Oh yeah, but they're like unattainable goals sometimes. A lot of these games that they're making now are these open world games and they're huge really really huge games and they just take time and there's a lot of a lot of like little fine tooth you know details that need to be combed over and taken care of and i think that they've they've got a good idea putting a stake in the ground and saying hey it's going to come out september 1st uh 
and it's it's just embarrassing when they've got to go and you know retreat that and retract that, pull it back. Uh, everybody's done it. Everybody's been doing it the last couple of years, and it's due to COVID because that's that's the quick and easy answer. Yeah, but it's starting to it's yeah. it's they're they're starting to wear that uh, out. I don't know. Been, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I understand, you know, it was definitely it definitely took a toll on a lot of businesses and a lot of development schedules and things like that. But and we've you know in our time have not had to deal with something of at least that magnitude. But a lot of businesses and things are are being able to shift to a more work from home type of deal. And we've been doing this almost two years now. So we gotta we gotta figure something else out. We gotta be able to adapt or 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 die, you know, as far as working from home is concerned. In my opinion. I don't know how you feel about it, but that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think the same thing. I accidentally muted the the, the thing right now. I'm not very good at technology. I know that that's hey, don't something worry you guys it. think like. Yeah, I think you guys think that like, oh, he's really good at that. I'm really, I'm really not. No, I, I'm a, I'm not. I haven't been super disappointed by anything that hasn't been released in the last year due to coronavirus. The only thing that is getting on my nerves a little bit is in is halo infinite that's the one game that it's like okay it's been it's been long enough it was supposed to come out with the series x and the series s right which means it was in development well before anything of this sort started happening we're, we're coming up on a year we're coming up on a year and it's just it's got to happen already you know, even if it's not finished, and and I hate to say that, I'd like for it to be finished and and uh, and ready to go and have all the kinks worked out of it, and ho- and it should by this point, but it's just it should it should be ready because yeah, the natives are getting restless. Hey, I was gonna say they have even if it's not done, and I hate yeah. that this is the case, they yeah. cannot afford to push it back again. Especially with um, just the public perception, because if you push it back again at this point, people are seriously going to start thinking like people who don't normally cover or follow games as deeply as um, as you or I or anybody who does this kind of thing does. Like if you go into GameStop and you're like, hey, just checking, making sure Halo's coming out and they go and the employee tells you, oh, they pushed it back again. You're really going to start to be like, you know what? I don't think I actually want to buy that game because they keep pushing it back and pushing it back. Something's wrong with it. So I think they've worn out their goodwill of being able to push things back again. They got to get it out, whether or not it's done. And I'm scared that it's going to affect the overall perception of the game, which may have an amazing multiplayer but it's probably going to be really bare bones because they had to get it out the door we know that i'm me and garrett are are, um pretty much banking on the fact that they're going to delay single player because we haven't seen any of that at all so yeah yeah and i i think that that uh that multiplayer thing is gonna it's gonna come out i I think that that's kind of inevitable that that's going to come out when they're saying that it's going to come out um because it doesn't need as much it's not going to need as much polish and everything else. But 
it's like you said, they can always put patches up. And that's so alien to me, pardon the pun, because the whole Halo thing. Uh, <laughs> so alien to me because that's not really... I would never want anybody to put a game out that's not finished. Look what happened with Cyberpunk. Look yeah. what happened with Days Gone. Uh, I, I feel like a jerk always beating that drum, but it's just that's that's those one are of those two tentpole things. Examples, games, yeah, yeah. It, it's it just it was like man, there was so much hope and hype for it, and then it they just kept pushing it forward and pushing it forward, and then people were getting pissed like, hey, when is the game coming out? And so they put it out there, and it totally wasn't ready, and. And it kind of it kind of sucked. Now it's been patched up a lot. That game is much more playable than it was before. Right. I'd hate for Halo Infinite to come out and be a huge flop and a disappointment. I, I think that See, it's those kind of games, like your your Battlefields, your Halos, or anything that else. I think something else just got delayed. Dying Light just got delayed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't. Yeah. I I respect the delay a lot more when they say, "Hey." This isn't done. We're going to need more time. You know what I mean? And I respect it even more when they're like, we don't even think it's going to make it into this year. We're going to need more time than that. If you give me a real window of what you're thinking, like that level of transparency is very, very hard to come by. Um, yeah. I wish if that was the case, I wish Halo would or, or, or uh, Battlefield would be like, hey, look. We tried. We thought we were going to make it in this window. It's not happening. We're actually looking at like next year. You know what I mean? Yes. I'd be like, okay, could, at least you, you told me. imagine that kind me, of transparency in games? Right. But, I mean, it doesn't exist. But I would have been like, okay, at least you told me. So mm -hmm. now I can adjust my expectations accordingly. And I can, you know, focus my attention on other games that are already out or that are actually getting ready to come out. Because like... I'm sure you and I and many others, we've got a whole bunch of games that we haven't played. Some are still in the shrink wrap. So that's just kind of how I'm how I'm viewing the 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 delays. It sucks. Um, and I'm sure, you know, it's not fun for developers to put that that information out. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we gotta figure out a better way of working from home, especially because it's been almost two years and this is gonna it seems like this is going to become a normal way, not the normal way, but a normal way of people that people can choose to work in development on games. So it definitely needs to get better than it is right now. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Uh, let's see. Moving on to the next story. Uh, this one is right up your alley, JJ. Uh, Twisted Metal TV series cast Anthony, Anthony Mackie as post-apocalyptic milkman. I'm let that sink in. Anthony a, Mackie? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Nice. So the article reads, Sony's PlayStation Productions has found one of the leads for its live-action Twisted Metal series. The new Captain America, Anthony Mackie, will be at the center of Twisted Metal's car-based mayhem, Deadline reported on Wednesday. The series will follow Mackie as John Doe, a wise-cracking milkman hired to deliver a package across the post-apocalyptic wasteland. If this is not... Just a twisted metal game plot spread out again. I'm, I'm going to guess like maybe 12 episodes and where he's just going to race each character in each episode because it's just an advertisement for the game. They're not yeah. fooling anybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's yeah, see. There's going to be a new game coming out. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Uh, along this journey, he'll meet some of, see, he'll meet some of twisted metals, most famous characters, including sweet tooth, 
the mnemonic clown with the flaming head and his ice cream truck, and probably a few new faces as well. John Doe in Twisted Metal Black was an unremarkable driver of the car Roadkill, whose defining characteristics were his amnesia and his tattoos. Oh boy. I don't know what to I don't know if I can make heads or tails of this one, but you are our resident uh twisted metal expert. Does this do anything for you? Not at all. Not oh, at all. And wow. you know what? Lo- love the game. But it's one of those things where I hear it and I'm like, it's a premise to sell video games. And I I just don't I don't believe in it. You know, I mean I don't they're not proven to put anything out good mm-hmm. with this stuff. So I mean it it's not done by Netflix, right? So no, it's it, uh, it was, it's PlayStation it, Productions, the same ones right. that are making that god awful looking Uncharted movie. Yeah, and they were talking about this a couple of years ago, and Twisted Metal was one of the was one of the first things they talked about doing. And I remember laughing with Garrett about it back then, and I think it's still kind of a joke. It's like, okay, they're taking something that was a, a PlayStation early on adopted, uh, you know, world, and saying let's put this into a TV show. I don't think there's enough meat on the bone, like what. Where's where's the meat? Where's the fat? Where's the good stuff? They're gonna you have know, to I, make one up. Yeah, I they're just, gonna I have to make it. The, I don't think the premise is gonna have enough to chew on, and that's that guy could be wrong. I've been proven wrong before. I was wrong once, uh, so <laughs> so <laughs> you know. But yeah, would it, would it be cool if it was great? Hey, dude, I'll eat crow uh, if it comes back to like, oh, dude, the show is amazing and the ratings are killing it, and you know they they really knocked it out of the park with this one. God knows they have a lot of money to put behind this stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I think that they'd probably be better off with the Resident Evil show. I mean, that's something that, I, well, I don't know if PlayStation owns any of the uh, any of the rights to be able to you know have TV shows of it or anything. But, but uh, I don't know. Time will tell to see if it's any good. I just don't hold out any hope. Not going to hold my breath. I get you. Okay. Yeah, I I don't really care either way. <laughs> uh, I'm glad uh, Anthony Mackie is getting more roles. Yeah, um, for sure. I really dig that. I really dig his uh, um, acting. So I'm glad that he's getting more opportunities, uh, especially right out, hot off the heels of uh, Captain America. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Excuse me, I just spoiled the ending for you. I'm I- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Which at least, and Anthony Maggie is fantastic. And so it's like, okay, at least there's one good casting choice because we know from the Uncharted film, they don't know how to cast. That thing casts itself. If yeah. they would have just looked online and they just don't know who to choose. And it's just like, man. So at least they cast somebody good. Anthony Mackie is, is a hell of an actor. And uh, hopefully he'll he'll make a couple of good bucks out of the show, if anything else. Yeah, fair point. All right. So let's move on to the next story, which is uh, dealing with Nintendo and their possibly a new controller. And everybody's freaking out about this because they think it's going to be something big. And let me tell you, I can't I don't know how many times you guys have to get your feelings hurt. This is not going to be anything to write home about. But hey, let's go ahead and uh, let's get into it. So Nintendo's latest FCC filing reveals a mysterious new controller. So. Nintendo may have a new wireless controller in the works based on this FCC listing the company filed this past Thursday. The new device has received the model number HAC-043, which, if it matters, is one number higher 
then Nintendo's wireless Super Nintendo controller from 2019. Nintendo submitted a 180-day request for confidentiality to the FCC on July 26 that hides more revealing details of the device like photos and schematics, but there are still a few details to share. This device is wireless and uses Bluetooth, and it appears to draw more power than the standard Joy-Con controller. Uh, let's see, the FCC label placement, which can sometimes reveal a bit more about how a device actually looks, also suggests whatever it is would be a departure from the single label Joy-Con, or the single label that Joy-Con use. So, uh, let's see, some speculate the new controller could replicate another old console's controller like the wireless Super Nintendo controller, uh, but maybe they could finally be pulling the trigger on a wireless N64 or GameCube controller for even more retro gaming. It's an interesting premise to think about. Do I think that they're gonna do any of this based on their past track record? Absolutely not. It's honestly probably just a refresh of the um, of the uh, Pro Controller that they originally yeah. came out with a few years ago. Maybe they just do like a new revamp of it, uh, you know, uh, redo some buttons, maybe add a headphone jack and call it a day. I was um, going to say, it just, sounds like a, it just sounds just like a regular pro controller with right. a headphone jack. They're not, they're not going to change the Joy-Con controllers. They're already no. too cemented into the Switch. And, and, they're, and they're not going to change the design of what they have already with, with where the toggles are. Right. On, on the right. It's not going to happen. Right. They're not going to get any closer to being... Because almost every system with like the Pro Controllers being that exception is going to that Xbox style of the left toggle up, up high and then the uh, the right toggle in the center versus the dual sense or the or the the uh, dual shocks that have the two that are the PlayStation style. So everybody's mm -hmm. going the opposite direction, going more closer to, uh, to the Xbox, you know, style of controller. So they're not going to change any of that layout or anything like that. It's just not going to, I don't right. see that happening. And that's not really what they said in the article anyway. So, and okay, let's say that let, let, let's, let's play speculator. Right. And let's say that this does come out. Uh, but the problem with that is, is that it's six months away. So if they were going to bring out this controller for N64 or for GameCube games, that means that those games are at least another six months away. People have already been waiting on it for four, almost five years. And now we got to wait a whole nother six months. If it's that yeah. controller, that's ridiculous. I heard some people speculate. They thought it was going to be like a, like an N64 controller. And I think they actually have those as a pro controller that you can buy they, for switch from, right they do but nintendo doesn't make them and it oh, it's and, off market okay yeah it's uh i think it you can use it with a switch but it's not ideal because what are you going to play on there there's no n64 games on there um yeah that might i don't change. know that might change soon it might change the, i hope it does shop. but yeah. we'll see uh they haven't even put all the best super nintendo games on there and now they want to move to a whole nother system already no, 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 no. We're not done yet. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess people will keep an eye on it. I'm not going to lose any sleep over this. Uh, my Pro Controller works fine. Um, I already bought the Super Nintendo controller that comes for the Switch for the SNES online. So I'm good. I'm set. I don't really need to hear anything else. Um, I still have my GameCube controllers, 
which I can plug into the Switch. So, I, like I said, this really doesn't apply to me. Now, if they make a, a new GameCube controller that is wireless and has all the features of a, of a Switch Pro controller, then maybe we could talk. But until then, I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. That's kind of where I'm just sitting at with it. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. We got our last story for today. Uh, you see how we're streamlining it? Man. Look at this. It's like rolling. a well-oiled machine. Rolling. Loving it. <laughs> uh, our last story involves the new game Splitgate, uh, which will apparently have a Forge mode before Halo, the game that pretty much invented Forge mode, uh, brings theirs out, which is super embarrassing, especially if I'm 343 or uh, Bungie which would get secondhand embarrassment off of this because their forge in Halo 3 was untouchable. Um, so here we go. So it says, uh, Splitgate will get its own version of forge mode before it arrives in Halo Infinite, developer 1047 Games has said. Uh, in a response to a tweet from KFC Gaming of all places, uh, the <laughs> official Splitgate account announced the plans. <clears throat> Uh, Forge mode, which made its debut in Bungie's Halo 3, lets players edit and create playable maps uh, that can be shared with the community. And they have the little the tweet thread here. It's It says, uh, from KFC Gaming, it says, trigger an entire gaming fan base with one sentence. And Splitgate replied and said, Splitgate will have Forge mode before Halo Infinite. Sorry in advance, Halo fans. We love you, but we had to. So, um, yeah. Uh, earlier last month, current Halo developer 343 Industries announced that campaign co-op and Forge for Halo Infinite are delayed until after the game's December 8th launch. Yeah. So... So you're going to see Forge a little bit early, just not on uh, not on Halo Infinite. No. So the people who have nothing to do with Forge are going to make Forge before the people who invented Forge are going to bring out Forge. Yeah. So in everything you said in the article, you know, the only thing that keeps coming back to me over and over again through all of that stuff, the only thing I care about, the only thing I want to know about, as you said, KFC gaming, when are we getting the KFC console with the chicken warmer? I got to know, man. Like that's what inquiring minds want to know. They have to do it at some point, right? Like they, you can't just tease something like that. Like you got to put a PC in the top and then put a, a, a little, uh, not a microwave oven. What are those called? The tiny little, the mini ovens? Is it the, the, uh, 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 I can't think of what they call I them. I used to like use them all the time to cook chicken nuggets in toaster ovens. Thank like you. A, yeah. Yeah, I used to cook a crazy amount of dinosaur chicken nuggets to in there. A toaster oven. Wait, Thank wait. They, they were dinosaur chicken nuggets? Yeah. No, no, You're no. You're a grown man, dude. What are you Whoa, doing? Whoa, ho, ho. <laughs> I will not tolerate the disrespect. <laughs> Over a good chicken nuggy with some ketchup? You better watch out. What happened um, to ranch, bud? Nobody does it with ketchup. Seriously, you're a grown man. Uh, it's ranch. No, bud. that's these days. Ranch. I'm talking about back in the days. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, but no, um, I think Splitgate, that's awesome for them. Uh, I hear nothing but good things about Splitgate and mm -hmm. all the videos I see of it look really cool. I love that it's basically... Uh, and it's not to generalize it, but Halo and Portal put together. 
and it's super fast paced and it looks really fun. Uh, it definitely looks really team based. Like you need to you need to rely on your team. Um, yeah, and, I and mean, is that game coming out? Is is it coming out free to play, similar to like Apex? It's on. Like it's on Game Pass right now, I believe. Mm-hmm. No, is he? It. I think it is free right now, free to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I believe Garrett said last time that it does have crossplay, so it doesn't matter where you're playing it at. You could play with other people. Um, but I don't know. I, if I'm three four three and I'm Bungie and I hear that you know somebody is able to put out our signature mode before we do and they don't have anything to do with us i'd be kind of ashamed to be quite honest that's just me um that's a little bit egg on the face yeah you know but but what can you do i mean i'm not if if i can make a better forge than you i'm not gonna sit on it right people deserve to take that and they deserve to they deserve to make their own stuff and they deserve to play it. Like just because you guys can't get it together doesn't mean I'm not going to put mine out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, 1047, good on you. Uh, I can't wait to see what people are going to make with this and um, best of luck in the future. I'm pretty sure your forge is going to do great and you already have a good groundwork to come to, to build off of. So who knows what will come uh, with the updates. And you might be able to see all three of the uh, Super Gamer Boys play Splitgate uh, together, doing some streaming. Maybe, uh, maybe rocking it pretty good. I'm not good with a gun, but I can talk a lot of trash while while you guys are doing all the real shooting and protecting me. See, we'll just give you the shotgun. All you got to do is look in front of you and just go, go. Okay, that's go. That's actually how I do it in real life too. See, I'm just, I'm, like I'm buckshot. Everybody's getting it. <laughs> there you go. And that, good sir, will do it for the news. Believe it or not. We we in and out efficiency. I'm gonna keep mm-hmm. saying it. I'm gonna keep saying yeah. it. Yeah, he likes uh, the efficiency thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right now uh, would be uh, Super Indie Boys, which I got some picks for you real quick. I'm gonna fire them off. Um, so all three of these games that I'm about to go over all came out on the same day, which is incredible because boy did 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 we eat good on the 17th. <laughs> So the first one that came out was a little game by the name of Toem, which is a hand-drawn exploration game that is, it calls itself a uh, a photo adventure. So you go around various spaces and you're a photographer and you're taking photos of different things within each space. And the photos that you take slowly start to uncover um uh, uh, the mysteries of the magical object, which is known as a toem. Um, the, the art style is incredible. It, they knocked it out of the park. Music is great. It feels really, how should I say, cozy, I guess, in a sense, uh, the way that everything works together. It's, um, it's in black and white, which is pretty rad. And uh, I cannot recommend it enough. Um, I've been playing it uh on and off recently until you know today when i was like oh yeah i have to get in gear for 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 book club coming up but i would definitely recommend that one uh the next one i have i've been waiting on this one for who knows how long it's got to be years at this point and that is uh another gem by the name of eastward so in eastward you play as a couple of 
um i don't know how to say i I guess they're just they're friends i haven't gotten too far in it to 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 make up yet or what what they exactly are um but it stars these two characters and they're in an underground society and one of them has always been curious about what is above ground so they you know obviously team up together to try to find a way to get to the surface to see what mysteries lie beyond and at the same time they have to avoid people who are already down there with them and obstacles and and trials and tribulations and things like that it is a gorgeous gorgeous pixel art game i cannot say enough about how well done the art is in this game uh it's only 25 bucks but from what i've seen so far and from the previews that i've seen it looks phenomenal and it looks so huge and expansive and i can't wait to continue to get back into that one what consoles is it available on uh both of these so far i've mentioned are available on switch uh which i would basically say would be the best place to play them i believe they're also available on pc though um and then of course i would be remiss if i didn't give a huge shout out to mr toby fox and a big congratulations on the launch of delta rune chapter two my goodness is that game good now everybody and their grandma has been waiting about two years ever since he dropped the first chapter of what is the sequel or prequel or side game nobody is really sure there's a lot of theories uh that is to undertale um and the first chapter was excellent and this in my opinion even blows it out of the water the music is bumping the writing is phenomenal. The combat system has gotten some tweaks and it's much better. Uh, it's about five, four to five hours. If you really hunker down and play it, I played it all within uh, one night and the next morning. Uh, I actually streamed it here on Switch. Uh, if Twitch, if you wanted to uh, check that out, it was uh, pretty rad. Uh, but yes, I cannot sing enough praise about this game. Uh, it is free, which nobody was expecting because they were thinking that uh he was going to charge for it and no he um made a notice that uh he was going to do that but he would rather that you spend the money that you were going to spend on this game on other indie games uh the man is a uh stand up stand up cat and uh he knows how to make a video game so yeah sweet those are my three picks for this week <clears throat> and uh let's go ahead and do our advertisement for ourselves let's let's pimp ourselves out <laughs> uh so if you like what we do uh you are more than welcome to support us over on patreon uh with patreon you get early access to our episodes and you get early access to the newest episodes of our second season, new season of Super Gamer Book Club, which I host personally. Uh, this next episode, all three of us and Ray the Rat herself, twitch.tv slash Ray the Rat, are going to be covering both Little Nightmares 1 and 2. That's right. Do I have to say I'm, it again? Do oh, I have to man. Dude, you, you said it already. Little Nightmares 1 and 2. 1 and on our 2. special. 
yes. book club episode. Yes. And that is, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited about Ray the Rat being on the show. And I'm joining in, and I never show up for book club. But when I, when I heard tale, when I had my ear against the rail, and I heard the saga was being sung of you guys talking about Little Nightmares 1 and 2, I was like, oh, nay, nay. You cannot do the show without Double J right there. Just singing the praises of this game that I wish I could pretend that I brought to you guys, but it was you, my good friend, that brought it to my attention. And man, I'm so glad that you did because it's they're two of the greatest games ever. And I genuinely mean that, two of the greatest games ever. And I'm excited to be able to do that for our book club to be able to talk about it. And Ray the Rat's going to bring it like she always does on Twitch. Heck yeah, man. Oh, I'm stoked. I can't wait. Uh, but I don't know if you're aware, Patreon is not the only way that you can support your boys. Uh, you can actually subscribe to us on Twitch. Now, you can give us that good old-fashioned subscription. Uh, I believe it's uh, actually 20% off for the month of September, which is an even bigger incentive for you to, uh, you know, maybe just uh, give us a couple of smackers here. Just slide it in the old pocket right there. Um, and the good thing about that is we still get full credit for exactly. that. Exactly. And then you're only paying a little portion of it. So it's kind of like the perfect time for you to hit us with that stuff, right? Right. Now. But, 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 um, but Adrian, you say, but JJ, you say, times are, times are tough. Look, I'm eating ketchup packets, man. I don't got it right now. Mm -hmm. I understand. Mm -hmm. I feel you. But guess what? Amazon Prime gives you one free Twitch sub. That's right. You Wait, can one free Twitch sub? That's right. You can subscribe to us for free. For free? If you're an Amazon Prime member, and it counts as a full sub, which supports us all the way just as much. Would it be technically illegal if I were to use my Amazon Prime to sub for that? I mean, I could, I could do that, right? No, no, sir. Please do that. Please do okay, that. I'm we need do that. that. Please do that. Because Thank who you. doesn't? Who doesn't have a, sub, a Prime subscription? So it would be helping us out if you just use that and just skate on over and then give us a subscription. They, they you know how much free. it costs? Just clicks. Just clicks in a few seconds of your time. That's all. That's it. You yeah. don't even get a cramp in your finger. You can use one <laughs> finger like how I do when I type, folks. But you know what? Um, even if you can't just be in here and just listening to our stuff and telling people about it is more than enough. Uh, the fact that, he, you know, that people want to hear us, you know, jabber jaw and, and talk about games all this time is um, definitely an opportunity that I don't take for granted. And um, I, I greatly appreciate everybody who listens and as well as people who uh, put the support forth in the form of um, in the form of money and, and subscriptions. So thank you very much for that. And um, I think we did a pretty good case for ourselves. So let's go ahead and uh, hop on back into it. So, Mr. Purdom, what you playing right now? All right, you I already gave us a hint a bit earlier. I gave the answer a little bit earlier. Started playing Red Dead Redemption 2. It's just, it's been in my head, man. I've just <laughs> been thinking about it for a while. And I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what brought that little germ of an idea that that was the game I've been thinking about and going back to. And uh, so I started playing it. 
I want to say yesterday, I started playing it in the evening a little bit. And then today was a steady stream of playing it. I'm in chapter two already. Uh, I'm in the Overlook. And what a gorgeous game. I will tell you that it's kind of sad. I've completely forgotten how to play the game. So <laughs> my shooting habits suck. I've died so many times. And I'm like, I've beaten this before. Why do I rusty. suck so bad? I'm, I'm very rusty, man. Very rusty. And and I, I I have to keep retrying the missions, you know, in order to do it. But I do I do love this game. This game is so fantastic. And it it is excellent storytelling. As long as you can get over the fact that it is a, a huge story with a giant umbrella that is absolutely large. And you do have to put the time in. So if you don't have the time to put into the game, you are going to get, okay, it's a it's a walking simulator. You know, you're riding a horse a lot and you know, you're, you're shooting people and looting and, and you're getting attacked by strangers and, and incestuous big farmers, you know, like there's so much fun and so many gems and there's so much stuff that you can find. And I, I'm already in this playthrough finding stuff that I don't really remember. And it could be because I smoked a lot of weed in high school and I got a horrible memory, <laughs> but I, but I am forgetting stuff or just now relearning some stuff that I'm like, I don't remember that. I really don't, you know? So it's really fantastic. The other thing is I actually get to Twitch stream on our Twitch channel on Friday night on, uh, at twitch.tv forward slash the super gamer boys. And I got on there for a couple of hours playing the psychological horror game, visage and i'll tell you what i had a lot of technical difficulties in the beginning i was really excited for the game i was all set up all perfect you know i'm like okay it doesn't look really crappy behind me the house <laughs> looks clean because i've got the angle right on the tv screen you know and so I'm, I'm all i'm all done up and it's perfect and i'm like okay there's no like crazy ketchup stains on my shirt and whatnot i think we're good and uh and then we go and i'm into it you know and i'm talking and then uh-oh, JJ, we can't hear you. I'm seeing the chat jump up. Oh, no. And uh, I've messed with it for like 20 minutes. I'm calling Garrett because like a champ, Morlang's always talking me through stuff 3,000 miles away. He's having to tell me how to how to stop panicking and, and how to, hey, uh, have you done this? Uh, I did that. Have you done this? Um, I think I did that. And then eventually it was... I had to switch controller. Something was going on my controller, and it wasn't talking to the microphone on the headset. But you and figured like, it out. That's, it, that was it. And so I got to play, I think, actually playing and being able to talk for like an hour and a half. And we had a good handful of people that showed up uh, throughout the evening while I was playing. What a great game. Psychological horror is the best way to describe this game. It is one of those kind of games where you're in the you're in the dark and you're slowly going insane if you stay too still in dark rooms for too long. In the beginning, Suburbage jumps up on the screen to let you know Visage is a very hard game. Um, so just be patient and you know you got to think around corners and stuff. I'll tell you, it really is a hard game. And there were moments that I was completely freaked out. There weren't any that I came across, there was nothing where I jumped, but there were some very tense moments in the game where I was getting kind of a little, okay, the anxiety is flushed up pretty high in me right now. And uh, the heart, the heart rate's going a little bit, you know, you're going for a door in a very, you know, in a very small room mm -hmm. and then the light goes off and I'm like, ah, so I'm like going back to go flip the light on. There's nobody around. It's just turning off. There's some kind of you know, specter or ghost or whatever is going on. The light goes off 
and you hear a baby crying in the background. And then I run back to go turn the light on. And then I go back towards the door and the light just clicks off out of nowhere. And I'm like, I don't want to be in the dark in here, you know? And so, <laughs> oh man, it, it creates a lot of, of anxiety and, uh, and, and it really is a psychological thing. So it's all in your head and you're, you're slowly going nuts in this game. And I was slowly going nuts playing it, trying to figure out how, how much further I can get. So eventually I called it and said, I can't get any further. Uh, and then laid awake for the next couple of hours, having a hard time falling asleep. <laughs> but yeah, but it's called Visage. And if you guys get a chance, it really is fun. I picked it up for 35 bucks on the PlayStation uh, network and it's worth a playthrough because it's, it is a lot of fun. Sweet, man. You got some, you got some pretty good picks this week. Yeah. Look at you playing games. Not mad at it. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, I know what I've been playing. So I was recently on a podcast with a couple of new buddies of mine uh, who asked me to come on and they are doing a Zelda games club where they're going from the first Zelda game all the way up to the current ones. And they're doing every one, even the, the deep cuts, they're doing them. Um, and I was asked to come on and talk about the DS games, the Zelda DS games. And, uh, I recently was on the episode where they talked about the, um, the Phantom Hourglass, which is the first Zelda game that ever came out on DS. Uh, and it was the, uh, it, the podcast, I, I can't believe I forgot to say what it was called. It's called video games, a comedy show, uh, part of the super, um, Oh boy, I don't want to get uh NPC network. And they asked me to come on and to pretty much gush about a Zelda that people don't, you know, I don't think that they give the the shake that it deserves. And yeah, I I, I pretty much go on there and I'm the I'm the one guy that's like no, uh, you got to understand this game is really good. It's really good. Look, it's ambitious. Okay. It's a really good Zelda game. I know it looks like PS one, but it's kind of charming. Right. So like I'm doing that and, uh, but I'm still giving, you know, some, a fair amount of, of criticism where it's due. Um, but they also asked me to come back. I don't know if this is a spoiler or anything, but they also asked me to come back and play the other one. Cause there was a second, uh, Zelda, uh, DS game called spirit tracks. And uh, I am in the midst of playing that one right now just to refresh my memory. And let me tell you, uh, it's uh, just like before. I think it's a really good game and I think it has a lot of heart and you will hear more from me on that um, on the next episode when we record that. Uh, outside of that, I pretty much only have been playing the things that I was talking about in Indie Boys, which are all excellent and I can't wait to dive back more into uh, and that is pretty much it for me. And once again, just because I, I want to go listen to it and I sh I'm sure that some of the people out there would like to go hear you on that. That was a video game. That was video game, a comedy podcast. Was video, that was? Yeah. Video games, a comedy show. Um, a show. A, yeah. Part of super NPC radio. Um, cool. I tweeted the link out on my Twitter, um, and, uh, the super gamer boys Twitter also retweeted it. So there's definitely way I'm going to put it in the discord too, uh, just so people can find it and go and Very show cool. it some loves. Cause I'm, I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Yeah. Um, our, our buddy, um, Mr. Eddie Martin, Eddie Norm Martin himself introduced me to those guys. So I'm Very grateful cool. for everybody for the opportunity to actually, 
uh, go on and do that. So, and they seem Very to cool. uh, they seem to uh, not hate me. So we're yeah. off to a good start. <laughs> well, when you guys get over there and go listen to them, make sure that you tell them that that you heard about them from from uh, Homeboy and uh, the Super Gamer Boys. <laughs> well, with that, JJ, I do believe we have reached the end of this week's episode. We got in and out. That's Just right. Just like a cheap prostitute, super fast. In this back. <laughs> well, I, never mind. Uh, everybody who is listening uh, this evening uh, or in the future or in the past, if you are some kind of weird traveling uh, wizard. Warlock. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for putting up with the inmates, uh, for letting us take control of this evening's episode and entertainment for you. Um we know that there is uh there are rumors of the of a Garrett Hive out there who are only here for him and we are sorry to disappoint. But mm-hmm. he as far as I know will be back next week. So uh no need to fear. You're probably not even listening to this as soon as you found out Garrett wasn't on it, but that's okay. Yeah. I just wanted to imagine, put the information out there. I imagine there. that Garrett Hive looks kind of like the uh, the Will Smith movie I Am Legend where like they're all like huddled up <laughs> like, like all zombie style yeah, like you know under a Kojima, bridge and stuff Kojima yeah. <laughs> that's it that's it that's what I see <laughs> oh boy um, but yeah um, don't forget you can catch us here on YouTube uh, you can catch us if you uh, so prefer the audio of our buttery smooth voices now in crystal clear ultra high def uh, you can catch us on your favorite podcast service don't forget to check out our merch over at sgbstore.com. Uh, if you do listen to us via audio, uh, we would definitely appreciate if you leave a review for our podcast. Every review helps, even if it's, uh, you know, if it's five star, if it's one, because we can always improve off of the ones. Um, let's see here. Uh, Mr. Purdom, where can the good people find you outside of this podcast? Well, you guys can always find me, and when I say always, you can sometimes occasionally find me at Twitter and on Instagram at JJ Purdom, and I'm trying to be a little better about actually, you know, checking it a little more often. Life is hard, life is busy, so I'm not the greatest at social media, but uh, I appreciate when some of uh, your your beautiful voices end up reaching out to me to share stories to ask questions and to just interact with me and uh, i'm i'm glad for that so please reach out to me on twitter and instagram and you can find my beautiful self any and everywhere at homeboy h-o-l-m-b-o-i that'll do it for me jj if you wouldn't mind can you take us on home all right for adrian adorable Oh, I'm homeboy Holmes. I started to laugh too. You are adorable. I, I, it's not a joke. You're a good-looking guy. I don't. I didn't mean it, you know, offensively. I know. Stop. 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 <laughs> I'm Juicy JJ Purdom, and we are the Super Gamer Boys. And we'll catch you on the floppity flip. That's right. I changed it. Ah! <laughs> Boom! Your face, Garrett. Let's go. All right, we're out of here. <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.